You're listening to the ESPN Radio 94.1 podcast page, accelerated by Sports Innovation X. Six is bridging the gap between tech, athletes, and teams. Check them out at sportsinnovationx.com. Hampton Roads has a long-running high school and college sports tradition. It's time to give them the spotlight they deserve. This is 757 Saturday Sports Talk on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Here are Matt Hatfield and Coach Ed Young. Good Saturday morning to you all out there in Radio Land, wherever you may be tuning in. We thank you for doing so here on 757 Saturday Sports Talk, powered each and every week by Larry King Law. If you're injured in an accident, you know who to call, 757-I-N-J-U-R-E-D. For Larry King, Matt Hatfield here, the coach Ed Young across from me, A.J. Risser in the other studio with us as well this morning. And A.J., it was only fitting that we capped the NFL season with our picks. The Super Bowl 57 Lombardi Trophy going to KC with a couple of Virginia natives such as Derek Nani from Ocean Lakes High in Virginia Beach. Juan Thornhill who started Alta Vista in, at the University of Virginia. That you, Dino, and me got our picks right. And Ed, who finished in last, did not as he missed on the Eagles. And he also missed on the coin toss. My phone was buzzing when I was at the uh, Eagles Nest for our football extravaganza last weekend people saying Ed had I knew it was going to go the other way as soon as I so some people were mad because they didn't know that if they go the opposite of you you usually win but if they went with you they were very very angry and I was going to say I mean I was really proud of the fact that uh I got some of those over unders mm-hmm. right as well I just I you know I have to toot my own horn as they Do say it. pat yourself on the back break the arm but you know what listen if they missed any of those over unders and specials they can always go up on the podcast page which can be found on our webpage, which is still, I know, the URL of ESPNRadio941.com. If folks want to go check that out, they can do so. Go to the podcast page. You can see all that great stuff. And our Twitter handle is still the same with ESPN Radio 941 on Twitter. And our show page is 757 Sports Talk, where we have a couple of neat things today that we'll get to later on with the question of the day and our poll question, so people can check that out as well. And Ed is scratching his face. AJ, he's got his 500th win. I don't know if he brought you one. I've got me the – these are pretty neat. We, matter of fact, they should sell these at Nans River. They have – Ed Young 500 win towels. They could make a killing out there in Suffolk. Did he bring you a towel yet? I have not gotten a towel. You even got an AJ a towel. You've already got everybody mad at you. You got J and J mad at you. You got uh, some of your loyal. You got to get those towels. This could be like the I, hot memorabilia item of the year. Believe it or not, Where's I don't towel? have a towel. You don't have a towel. So you gave I don't me your have towel? A towel. No, Where I don't. Is the towel? I've got it in my I bag. I got to see who People has those towels. can't see this. I have to tweet it out. I'm going to have to see who has them because right, I don't put have the a towel. Thing. People, you see, I'm, I'm digging through a bag for a towel. And How that, about a bobblehead? I, I want a bobblehead. You know, that'd oh, be that's cool. That's what I want. I want a bobblehead of me. bobblehead. I, I, yeah, I, I definitely want a bobblehead. Speaking of which, we'll have at the end of our show. We're, we're on until 1130 today because then we have college hoops. Is it Indiana and Illinois? I know it's Indiana and somebody, I believe. Big Ten. We'll double check. It's on not Maryland. Playing. It's not Maryland. So AJ doesn't care. It's basically his way of saying it is Illinois at Indiana, 1130 today. But, uh. We will talk for about 10, 12 minutes or so with eight uh, with uh, Russell Savage of the Card Show and Collectibles Expo, which is coming up next week. So we'll work on that with uh, Russell if they can get an Ed Young bobblehead for five hundred. But there's got to be a, a guy out there that does those, that does those things. They do those. People love the bobblehead giveaways for Tides games, and I know the Admirals have done them in years past. We can get an Ed I Young. Say bobblehead. anyone out there got a bobblehead guy? Oh, there's got to be. Gotta be connect us. That, I, that I is gotta the, have. I want a bobblehead. And you know what? They could do like I used to collect the starting lineups and the little Remember headliners. Remember I've got boxes of them in my attic. Boxes, those little collectibles. Remember they used to do them with different hair colors oh, for yeah. Dennis Rodman. The green hair, the red hair. The, we could do it with Ed Young's different colored suits. You know, the red we, suit, the blue suit, oh, the white suit. Tell. That'd be awesome. I say, you know, what we should do is we should collab with the uh, Norfolk Tides about maybe doing a bobblehead night at at uh, at Harbor Listen, Park. We can do this. We can. Uh, we've already got it all set up. We can do Ed Young throws out the first pitch one of these nights, and we oh, we got we could do the show from there. It'd oh, be yeah. fantastic. We got to make this a Ed big Ed Young five hundred win bobblehead night. Yep, and throw Park. out the first pitch, and then when he when he hits some woman in the face, then that'll be the end of that. When he throws no, the I'd pitch probably, over the, I probably have to get Tommy John surgery. We got to get him to do it all though, not just. I mean, he's got to sing the national anthem. Oh no, we don't want that. Oh, yeah. yeah, you went too far. Yeah. Yeah. You've gone too far. Cause, that <laughs> You've would cause the crowd six hundred to definitely leave. Yeah, they want to keep people there. Only way you can get away with that on the anthem night is if it's hot dog night. Which, by the way, real quick, here we go. Yeah, it used to be 25 cents. By the way, I used to chastise Ed for cutting and going in line with the Whittington kids and all the family. Like he was, I don't blame him after standing in line last year for an hour and 35 minutes like a dope because I usually get there early. I got there late last year. Never again am I getting there late for that. I'm either getting there on time or not doing it because if I'm standing in line for an hour and a half, it's too much on a hot, humid day in June, July, or August. 25 cent hot dog. 
Well, it's 50 cent now. 50 cent. Hot dog, popcorn, soda. Yeah, they I don't drink the sodas now. anymore. Tax so. takes it to 50 cent. Yeah, there you go. So, all right, a lot to do here on the program today. It is 757 Saturday Sports Talk. If you want to chime in with us, you can do so at 757-687-9494. That's area code 757-687-9494. But let's fire up the scoreboard because we have some results from last night in high school hoopage as well as brackets to tell you all about across the 757 and beyond here on this edition of 757 Saturday Sports Talk. And I just have so much information in front of me and I don't want to overload the info. I don't want to drown everybody out and confuse the stuffings out of people. So I'm just not going to give it to you in any specific order. I'm just going to go with what was what's kind of hot, what, what questions you may have. You can always chime in with us and call in. And anything you want to know. People have been hitting me up about brackets, and here's what I would tell you. We're still uh, compiling our brackets for Virginia Preps. We hope to have them all done for you in just one little click. You can go through it and scroll. So the the VHSL website at VHSL.org has a page for it, and they have a basketball tab through Max Preps. The one thing I would caution with that is sometimes those are user-generated. They're not always 100% accurate. I think it is a great tool. What I would tell you is uh, keep it tuned to our site on Virginia Preps. We'll have it up for you by the end of the weekend. We're still putting in some results because – Take, for example, Occoquan Region 6C, Ed, where they have half the bracket listed and they were still playing district playoffs last night while there were literally regional first-round games going on. It makes no sense to me. But let's go with what matters to us in the 757 first and foremost, and we'll have a couple interview clips as well from winning coaches, and we'll start in Region 6A, a couple of your southeastern district counterparts. Grassville and Western Branch collided last night in Chesapeake at Western Branch High, and the Grizzlies were up 10 on two different occasions, first quarter, third quarter. Got a little chippy late in the third quarter. Grizzlies had a five-point lead with 20 seconds to go. Lost the lead with 20 seconds to go, but they somehow pulled it out and won by four, 71 to 67 as they get it done behind 18 points, nine rebounds, four assists from Jared Myers. Toa Hollenbeck with 14 points. Kenny Williams with 14 as well. Hollenbeck, the CNU commit, fouled out, as did their big men inside, John O'Kello, who had 10 rebounds. Ellis Wright, who lit up Grassfield for 30 points in the first meeting, a 13-point win, was held to nine points and just two field goals last night. And it's the first-ever region playoff win for Grassfield in its 16-year history. So kudos to Eric Johnson and the Grizzlies, who were fading at one point in the season, but they've recovered here with a couple nice wins, and they're moving on to play Oscar Smith at the Dollar Dome on Monday. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a little surprised. Um, Grassfield hasn't been playing that well. Of course, they played lights out against us. Um, but you know what? I, and again, very much congratulations to Eric because um, the guy works as hard, if not harder, than anybody else around. I had told you back in August, and and definitely after the fall league, that that here's his I told you so moment, AJ. Yeah, I, I told, told you, you Matt. so. That team was going to surprise, be one of the most improved. I thought maybe a 16 win team um, this season, and uh, they got hot at the right time, which is right now playoffs. So they move on now. Smith is next. Smith is next. And this is like Ooh. you said, throw the records out the window. 11 and 12 might not look that glossy, but they've been in a lot of close games. Yes. So those kids know how to function. They made a bunch of free throws last night. 18 of 23 to seal the game as they got it done despite the 21 turnovers they shot. 25 of 52, almost 50%. Western Branch took 22 more shots, 24 of 74 from the field, but it's Grassfield getting the W and moving on. Also moving on, the Kellum Knights, a winner over there at Hassel's Castle. That's one of the best nicknames around it. Hassel's Castle for Jim. It's so yes. great. Uh, they beat Ocean Lakes last night, 75-39. to 39. Tough finish for the Dolphins, who go 1-22 and 22 on the year. But Tyler Ellis with 13 points, 8 rebounds to lead the way for Norm Hassel's group, which will move on to play Lancetown in the next round of the Region 6A playoffs. Here's how Region 6A works, by the way. They cross-bracket at the semifinal round because you have teams from Richmond, such as James River, Cosby, Thomas Dale, and Manchester, who's the top seed at 21-1 and one on the western side of that bracket. And then they all go to the scope for the semifinals on Wednesday. This coming Wednesday, February 22nd. The finals are a week from Monday, February 27th at 6 p.m. I'll be on a plane to Pensacola with the ODU women for the Sunbelt Tournament. So I'll be following Ed's updates and all the media outlets for some of those. But what's confusing even more than that is they seed the teams 1 through 11. So they then cross-bracket them, and they go top seed plays the lowest seed. The two middle seeds face each other. Right now, the overall one seed is Oscar Smith. Manchester's the overall two seed, but the West number one seed. And that's why I say if you go on Max Preps or even Virginia Preps and you read that for five minutes, you might have a headache. So it's very difficult to comprehend. And I'm one that even constructed it yesterday for our bracket, and I have a hard time comprehending it. So that tells you right there all you need to know. 
You want to go through it and try to figure it out yourself, or you're, you're scratching your head already like this is... Yeah, you're confusing me already having looked at it. Once again... I used to know this. <laughs> yeah, I used to know this, too. Once again, the regions do everything their own way. We're going to get a rant from wish... you on this today later? Oh, we will on your region. I know we'll get a rant out of you later today about your region. I, I Not involving wish... your team, by the way. Someone else's team. I wish that they would um, be more streamlined and do it right and put it in the coach's hands. Put it in the coach's hand to set up the brackets. Oh, yeah, of course you will. Put it in your hands so you can have the game at your place, at your temperature, at your time, you can, your attire, everything you want. You always no, want it in your, no, on your terms. No, it would not be that way because you couldn't do that. I mean, our record for this year being in the playoffs is the worst of the teams in the playoffs. Well, so no, no, in your region. If you were in 5A, you'd be like the number two seed right about now. Uh, don't get me started. I know. I'm trying to. All right, so uh, one more result in that region. Thomas Dale edged Franklin County 48-47. to So that was a 7-15 and team knocking off a 10-13 and team to earn a date with 21-1 Manchester. Lancetown hosts Kellum on Monday. Oscar Smith plays host to Grassfield on Monday. How about on the ladies' side of things? Well, kudos to... Uh, on the girls' side of things, the Lancetown Lady Eagles under Coach Vic Rosado, they are marching on 57-26 over Ocean Lake. Still play the East number one seed, Kellum, who's the number four overall seed. James Rule will take on Manchester in a quarterfinal. Cosby will take on Thomas Dale, the top overall seed, as they beat Franklin County 39-33. to Remember when Cosby won multiple state championships back when Rachel Mead was coach and we called some of those state championship games? Well, they're, they're the number nine overall seed and the number five seed from the western portion of that bracket. And Western Branch girls, a winner over Oscar Smith last night, 70-38. to 38. So the Western Branch girls won despite the boys losing. And listen to this stat, Ed, for Kamari Mitchell, a junior that goes by the nickname of Coco. Well, she had her sixth 40-point game of the season. Of the season, 43 points and six steals. So she outscored Oscar Smith by 13 all by herself. Six 40-plus point games. We do our polls for players of the year. Although Western Branch girls aren't talked about at the same level of the dynasty that is Princess Anne under Coach Darnell Dozier, 13 rings and counting, Menchville defending state champs, Kings Fork defending state champs, Hampton, Manor, list goes on and on of some of the powers in girls basketball. Kamari Mitchell's putting up numbers that rivals anybody in the state right now. Yeah, I mean, six 40-point games in a season. When was the last time you had a player score 40 points for you? Was it Justin Fotherly a few years ago? I don't even know if he got 40. I know he had some high 30 games. I don't know. I don't think Justin had for it. You you see it occasionally more on the girls' side than the boys' side, but it's still rare to do at high school. Extremely rare. And six in one season, you know, come on, people, people, Division One athletes that move on don't get six in a, in, in, in a season. So that's tremendous for her. And uh, one of if there are people looking at the young lady, if she uh, is good enough for that next level, obviously she scores like that. She's got to be going somewhere. Got to be going somewhere, you say. So that's what we're looking at. Western Branch will move on on the girls' side of the Region 6A tournament bracket, and they will be taking on Grassfield, the East number 2 seed, overall number 5 seed, with a record of 13-8 and eight on the campaign. All right, move to some other results last night. On the 4A side for boys' basketball, Region 4A, they had their opening round games. I like to call them the play-in games, the 8 versus the 9, the 7 versus the 10. It was Heritage High of Newport News beating Deep Creek 77-47 to as the Hurricanes now 12-11 and will take on number two-seeded Smithfield coming up on Monday night. The Packers at 18-5 and on the year. Manor a winner over Jamestown. The eighth-seeded Mustangs beat the ninth-seeded Eagles 75-57, to which means eighth-seeded Manor will travel to top-seeded Kings Fork, who is 18-3 on the year. The other quarterfinal matchups... At Kings Fork as part of a doubleheader, number four seed Churchland at 15-9, and 14-8 in rating scale games will pl- take on Great Bridge, who is 13-9. That's a rematch of last year's double OT game that Churchland won. And the number three seed Grafton, 15-8, taking on number six seeded Hampton, who was 12-9. That too, Ed, is a rematch of a game that was played last year. Double overtime, Churchland beat Great Bridge. Last year, Hampton beat Grafton by 20. Uh, I would probably expect the same results of Hampton and Churchland to win, but I'm not going to count out Grafton, not going to count out Great Bridge, and I think when it's all said and done, Kings Fork is the last team standing and the favorite to win not just the region, but the state title in Class 4. Yeah, everybody's playing for second in there behind Kings Fork. I'm sorry, I don't want to upset anybody, but it's just what you it just is. just did. they got to learn to live with it. Um, Great Bridge started out pretty well. I mean, we were one of their victims, and it kind of faltered towards the end. Churchland caught steam. Churchland a little bit more athletic than Great Bridge. That should be a that should be a very close game. 
And again, uh, Hampton, Grafton, Hampton's really come on to a lot of younger team. Eric Brown doing, a, a, again, another bang-up job with them. And, of course, Jeremy Jordan, come on, he's 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 the best. And um, I'm going to have to say, though, Jeremy, he's, I hope he's the best. Listening. You say he's better than Eric Brown? You just said Eric Brown does a great job. What are you trying to say? He's the best in the Bay Rivers. Okay. He's the best in the Bay. He's the dean of the Bay Rivers. He's the best in the Bay Rivers. Okay. Uh, yes, I said it. Write it down. Okay. And and take I'm going to go. Uh, Pickett, take note, Chris Brown. Take note, all you BRD coaches. That's... Yeah, I know. They'll be all mad at me. But like I said, they'll get over it. Um, I've been wrong before, and I'll be wrong again. Uh, Hampton in a close one. Save that sound bite there, AJ. I've been wrong before. I'll be wrong again. That was out of the great for picks. football season next year. You know, and the uh, Super Bowl was fixed. It was definitely fixed. It was fixed. not fixed. The oh. coin was two. It was two headed. Oh, coin. the coin was fixed. Two headed yeah. coin. Did they show the exact coin? Did they show <laughs> no, up close? How is it a two headed coin? Okay, I'm just saying it was all fixed. Wait, wait, Super Bowl if it was, was a, if it was a two headed coin, and it was tails, and tails never fails, like I tried to warn you, you it would it would it come up as heads it wasn't a two-headed coin if you watch the coin toss oh my okay there's still of hand. stuck on this there coin six days later involved. aj okay they showed oh, the coin Lord. and then when they took it back in their hand whoever was doing the, the uh, coin toss it's sleight of hand i've seen magicians work i've sat in the front row okay. i've seen uh, it what people don't understand here is that it was obviously a three-sided coin yeah, two of the sides were heads and then, then, then there was one that. tail so uh, that the thank you, you know 66 percent probability it was going to be heads you know See, aj is with me the super bowl people was fixed it's a loaded coin there you go what kind of conspiracy nonsense are you believing in? Next thing he'll be telling us that the NBA playoffs are fixed, the, the baseball playoffs are fixed. Well, that's, why, that's why your Yankees haven't won in like 13, 14 years. Well, I mean, everybody hates them, so they do stuff. Oh, that's them. what it is. Sure. Okay. Uh, all right. Let's go back to the scores before I bang my head on a wall with you. All right. Where, where, I don't even know where we were at this point. We were talking about 4A on the boys' side, correct? I think yeah. that's what we were talking about before you got me all... Frazzle and before we start confused. coin talk. Yeah, coin talk. Nobody gives a you know what about. Come on, Edward. Come on. All right. Let's go to real quickly while I've got a chance here to do so. I want to get this score out here. And we're, we're going to run out of time. So, again, just check out all your brackets. You know where to find them. Uh, 5A girls, Princess Anne last night against eighth seeded Hickory. 94, Hickory 29. As Darnell Dozier's Lady Cavs moved to 21 1 to take on fourth seeded Indian River, who outlasted Bayside 63 to 54 last night. As the Lady Braves are moving on, Salem a winner over First Colonial. It was 72-33 to 33 in favor of the Salem girls getting the job done to march on in the Region 5A girls tournament. Uh, I wanted to get out there, too. Ed will be talking. We'll have an interview we had with uh, Bobby Steinberg of the Catholic Crusaders, who won again last night. Catholic continues to roll. Uh, they have now won 26 consecutive basketball games. Pretty hard to do playing that schedule. They'd play. 76 to 47 over Atlantic Shores on their senior night. Cosima Benjafor with 11 points, eight rebounds, five blocks. He's the 6'11 freshman center. Did you get a chance to watch them at our Virginia Preps Classic, or did you leave by then when they played uh, Green Run Catholic? Yeah, I had part. Okay, I didn't get a chance to see them play, but they're if they run their stuff very well. It's one of those teams that if you're not on your game, they're not going to make mistakes and hand you no. the basketball. So. He's done a great Bobby's done a great job. Very good job. And uh, could be as our poll question or our question of the day has today, uh, Coach of the Year. Who is your Coach of the Year for boys basketball, girls basketball, and also college basketball? We want to we want to know from hear from you at seven five seven Sports Talk. You can also chime in at seven five seven six eight seven ninety four ninety four this morning. But uh, I think you definitely got to look at uh, Steinberg as one of those candidates for sure. All right, that closes up the scores for now. Do we still have on the line uh, who we had on the line? Let's go to uh, Mark in Chesapeake who joins us this morning as we say good morning to Mark. How are you? Hey, I'm doing fine. How are you guys doing this morning? Doing well. Right, we think, oh, this is, this is, wait, wait, this isn't any ordinary, Mark. This is the Virginia Wesleyan Hall of ah. Famer, first Colonial Hall of Famer, I believe, Mark Butts, the artist himself. How are you? I'm doing well. Doing well. well, I wanted to call in and, and congratulate Ed. You know, I saw him at the game, but he was so busy with all the interviews, ESPN, all those stations there. And so I just wanted to uh, congratulate him on his Mark, 500 Mark, wins. Mark, that's because you slipped out in the third quarter. <laughs> Our offense bored you to death. I would have left in the third quarter too, Mark, if I could have, but I had to cover the game for the Suffolk News Herald, yeah. so I couldn't leave. I'm looking all around for Mark Butts because I was, I was just – Honored that he would take time out of his day to come over there to, to watch me play. Totally unexpected. I did have some former players and assistant coaches here, which I thought a few would show up. But when I saw Mark Butts, I said, wow, I must be doing something if I can get this win. 
No, I went down and talked. I sat the whole fourth quarter talking to Benny Polk. I hadn't seen him in a long time. So I sat down with him and uh, we watched the fourth quarter together. Yeah, Benny's I, a great like guy. I said, I appreciate you being there. And uh, uh, I'm back. I and mean, again, I'll say this again, too. I'm glad you're back coaching, even at the middle school level. But we need the superstars down there. And, and that's what you are in there. But. Uh, uh, I got a feeling someday he's going to come back to the high school. Level. He might. And by the way, that was very classy of Benny and uh, your former assistant, now the head coach at Deep Creek, Craig Frost, to give you the ball, the, the, that whole ceremony afterwards. I mean, a lot of road teams wouldn't do that. No. That was very classy. No. And also, it was classy. I saw Kings Fork when they played you at home. They stood and clapped for you when you got honored yeah, at they home. Didn't go so, back in the locker so classy, room. but some, a lot of your district uh, counterparts this yeah, year. Yeah, I, I, was, I was honored by that. But yeah, Mark that was, Butch I, was think that was, I thought that was pretty neat. That was, that was really neat. And, and of course, Mark, you would have loved it. They poured water on because Hatfield set it all up. I got doused, but not only with the water, the kids oh, threw the bottles at me because Hatfield's the one that set it all up. I know, I told up. him to mess with your hair, but Mark, he needs to be happy because if he was a football coach, he'd get gator on him. And you know how he is with his suits. If he that got sticky, good, yeah. oh, he'd be hot. Yeah, at least the water, well, the water wouldn't ruin his suit. So, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, and I went out for dinner after the water. I think where people were looking at me thought I wet myself. In, 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 in well, the they think that anyway. So. Oh, that's true, too. And that was an Armani suit, so that cost a little bit of money. Let's call your buddy Pat Raleigh. He'll get you another one. Pat's got a few for you. He doesn't need them right now. He's not coaching anymore. Yeah, I just wanted to say congratulations and um, keep going. Keep going. Well, Mark, let's just say this. There will not be another 500 in this career at all. Uh, That's for sure. And we struggled to get 501 and 502 after that. And uh, we'll see what happens playoff time. But, again, real quick, Mark, how is it? I know you completed your first year. How was it with the middle school kids? Pretty, it was pretty neat. It was fun. It was different. I, you know, it was definitely different. Practice, the kids themselves. Yeah, it it was it was a complete change from um, from high school. So I had to, you know, I was learning. I, I told them I was learning with them every day, just like they were learning with me. But well, um, I enjoyed it. The kids were really appreciative. It was it was good. Mark, give me. I know you said it's a lot on there. And, and I know sometimes we're up against time here, but what was like maybe one of the big things you, you had to really adjust from your high school coaching situation to be a, a factor on the middle school level? You had to, I, it was a big thing. Cause I had my, you know, I, I, I always do a practice plan. I got practice plans like from 92, you know, <laughs> on file. and I had this long practice plan all drawing out and all drawing out. Uh, no, didn't. Can't yeah, do it. Throw, throw that out the window, right? Throw it out the window. So you can't you can't do as much. I mean, we keep it simple as it. You know, they say keep it simple, kiss. I and you really have to keep it simple with the middle schools. I thought. I mean, I I may have gotten in one or two things that that day. That was it. You concentrate on one or two things a day. I only had an hour to practice, so that that was a change wow. as well. Wow. And you can't practice on weekends, and you can't practice whenever there's a holiday and schools out. Jeez. I would so, never last. Yeah, I, I really, couldn't do middle school. I know. I really had to. Um, I really had to tone it way down, way down. But the kids are so great. The kids are nice. They're very receptive. They're very appreciative of everything that you do for them. So I, I, we really enjoyed it. We're going back. Rick Haley. Rick Haley was my assistant coach. So we wow. had a lot of. We had a lot of experience on the bench. Yeah, I was going to say, there's a. Whole, you're talking about wins. There's a whole lot of wins right there. Former Ocean Lakes, Kellum. Yeah, so there's some veterans there. Well, Mark, we're going to get you back on the program as as a guest, either in okay. studio or by phone, sometime when we have more time. And Ed can ask you a slew of questions, and we're not pressed against the break. But I uh, appreciate you calling in. And and Mark, I need. Hi guys. Hey, okay. Mark. Mark, we need more drawings. I got to have more pictures. <laughs> Mark is one of the best. Oh, let me know. Hey. Okay, I, I appreciate that. Uh, I'll have to work on that five hundred dollar charge, but then again, um, yeah, he'll just only, get it out of my pockets. What he'll do? He yeah, we'll get out. The only person I saw better than Mark no, no, would be no, no. Uh, probably this, Picasso. There's some dude named this, Picasso. Yeah, send me whatever you want, and this would be, this would be my present to you for oh, those five hundred. Dang! Oh, right, that's Uh-oh. why you're the best. Oh, he's gonna best. send you a picture of Serena during a break, Mark. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, <laughs> this will take. Okay. I want to send you a picture of me and Serena <laughs> standing together. <laughs> All right, All that right. is Mark Butts, the uh, first right, Colonial Mark. and Virginia Wesleyan Hall of Famer. We're going to get to some other callers at 757-687-9494 in just a bit, including Keith from Claremont. So hang on. We have to take a time out here on 757 Saturday Sports Talk on the coach's favorite radio station. What is it? Don't screw it up. Sports Auto. You just did already. 94.1. That's all you got to say. Dang, let me get it the right way. 94.1, formerly of ESPN, but they're around here somewhere. 
This is 757 Saturday Sports Talk. Here are Matt Hatfield and Coach Ed Young on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. That's right, Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1 here for 757 Saturday Sports Talk on until 1130 this morning. Then it's Big Ten College Hoops Indiana and Illinois with the coach Ed Young. I am Matt Hatfield, AJ Risser, other side of the glass. Who you got in that one, Ed? Hoosiers or Illini? The Illini with Jay Nepps, a former opponent of yours when he was dazzling in the backcourt for the Kingsfork Bulldogs. And he's gotten some good minutes off the pine this year for Illinois in that Big Ten where Purdue is leading it. But I told you earlier this year, probably off air, that they're semi fraudulent, only a game up on Northwestern in the Big Ten. I don't, they had the big man Zach Eady, but I don't know their guards at all. And Matt Painter sometimes gags in a big spot. Uh, Indiana is 18 and 8, 9 and 6 in the league, tied for third. Illinois is half a game back at 8 and 6 in the league, 17 and 8 overall. And the odds makers in that basketball game today have somebody favored. I'm not showing it. Here you go. Maryland. It, it, no, they don't have Maryland, Maryland. favored. They're not playing AJ. They play, uh, they're coming off a big win over Purdue, by the way. They were romping them there up at a College Park. They played Nebraska tomorrow. It was Maryland. But uh, they have the odds makers have. Indiana favored at home by six. And Trace Jackson Davis can really uh, get it done. He's averaging over 20 a game. He gets boards. He gets assists. He's pretty darn good. I'm, I'm thinking Hoosiers in that one. Who's your daddy? Who you got in that? I'm going to go Hoosiers, which means hurry up and put a lot of money on Illinois. They'll probably cover the six. Though. I don't think they'll win out right. All and right. You, here's the key one you said, though. Who did you say was in second place in the Big Ten? Listen to this. Northwestern. Michael Wilbon and Mike Greenberg's alma mater. There you go. Northwestern. Who would have thunk that? Unbelievable. Chris Collins, their coach. We knew we had a good team. They got decent guard play. They're not bad. Watch them play. They're pretty good. Lies, lies. No, they're pretty good. Rissa, they might say they're better than Maryland. I'm not saying that they're awesome, but they're watch them. They're not bad. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. AJ, he said they're better than Maryland. I said Uh-oh. I didn't I say mean, they're the better. Way they did beat Maryland. Well, I think they're about equal. To it was be on the road. I think Maryland has yeah, more. Maryland, Maryland doesn't know how to road. play on the road. Yeah, they correct. They're the better road. at home. They have maybe a couple more pro level players, but Boo Booey's pretty good at that game winning shot the other night. I think they're they're about equal, to be honest with you. I think honestly, and I'm going to knock the, your conference here to Big Ten. The Big Ten does not translate well to the NCAA tournament. Look at it for years and years here lately. I mean, when's the last time a team won the title? Michigan State 2000. That was the Mateen Cleves Morris Peterson team. You got to go I back mean, 23 years, and there's been a lot of teams losing that first I round. Go look Mar- at Fran McCaffrey's Iowa team last year to Richmond for that Maryland matter. was the most recent team to win it, but they weren't they obviously were in the Big Ten. Yeah, 2002 with Juan Dixon. Dixon. Yeah, and Steve Blake in that group. The GOAT. Yeah, before uh, John Gilchrist of Salem High and Virginia Beach fame got there and played for Gary Williams. But I don't think the Big Ten translates well. And by the way, the Big 12 is the deepest league this year. It's, I think it's inarguable. The SEC is probably right behind it. ACC's up and down. My guy, Jim Laranega at Miami's doing a good job. I'd like to see him get the regular season title. Nothing against you UVA fans out there. i got a good relationship with Laranega. they got Jordan Miller, by the way, who we called his state championship from Loudon Valley, who's terrific. Uh, they're, they're pretty good. They can make some noise, possibly, but they're guard-heavy, and they got to hit shots. And if they're not hitting shots, they could be out in the first or second round. So let's go back to the phones. Is our man Keith from Claremont still there? We say good morning to him if he is. Morning, Keith. Good morning, Matt Halfman. Good morning. Right, good morning. Eric. I'm Eric. Who is this? Eric. It's Keith. Now you're calling Keith Eric. What is wrong with since he got that five hundredth win, Keith? Uh, Ed's been all over the place. It's too much going on. I got too I too much on my mind. Too much on my mind, Keith. It's too much pressure on you right there, Coach. A lot of pressure on me. I just, and and these Wait guys here, they kill me every time in the studio. They accuse me of lies. It's conspiracy, <laughs> Keith. I'm a, I'm a part of a conspiracy here. And, and Wait, you just accused the NFL for fixing the coin toss. And, and you think he's got pressure on him hey, now, Keith? Keith wait Keith, until was the Super Bowl fix in your mind. <laughs> Man, I was, I was, I watched the whole game. I was, I was, I was exhausted by the end. I was upset by the end of the game. Exhausted means it wasn't fixed, right? It was, it was a clean, yeah, was, good game, I right? For, I was for Philadelphia win. I want to see Josh Sweat get the ring. Him and. I would oof for him and get a ring. Well, he'll get another chance next year because they should still be good with Jalen Hurts coming back. And so should Zach Pascal, by the way, of ODU fame. And they got a couple others that have some Virginia Commonwealth ties, if you will. But, you know, I think Casey had the better quarterback as far as clutch moments. Nothing against Hurts. Better coach and staff with Andy Reid. They don't have Eric Bianham anymore. He's now in Washington. And ultimately, uh, they made the, the key plays, Travis Kelsey, too, catching the ball tight end. And don't forget about it, we do have a 757 guy in Derek Naughty who got his second ring. So don't be too sad, Keith. He'll be okay. It'll be bad. Philly's going to be back. In they it, will in be. It, and, if, and if Ed thinks he's got pressure on him now, Keith, wait until Tuesday night at Norview High School when he takes on the Maury Commodores. That's pressure. Ooh, that's, that's pressure. I, I, I look at Maury when I, uh, 
couple weeks ago, a couple weeks ago, they they got some, they got some they got some five pounders can shoot it down, can shoot it. Yeah, fourth straight Eastern District title for Brandon Plummer, who's got always one of the best defensive groups around. They might not have the individual star power of, say, years ago when Matt Coleman started there and went to Texas, but they have a lot of good parts led by their point guard and Adrian Newton. Big man inside, and Tyler Bell's been very consistent. Their wings have stepped up at times from MJ Pullum to Casey Jones, who scores it as the two-guard, undersized two-guard, but he's got a good stroke from deep, and they got some good bloodlines because the, the Bell kid, the Newton kid, they got uh, you know good gene pool from their their family members playing some ball. And don't forget about Caden Parker, whose dad Cornell started at Maury for Jack Baker, and then at the University of Virginia. So it's got a it kind of got like a basketball lineage over there. Yes, sir. I don't know too much about Heritage. They got I had a size matchup between Harrison and Smith for the size matchup. Well, I'll tell you what. They got some wiry wings. Donovan Rakes is one of those uh, wiry wings to watch out for. He can, as I almost did a uh, tongue twist, the wiry wings. Uh, wiry wings that can really give you some problems on, on the perimeter. I think the key for that game, uh, Keith, is Smithfield's transition defense. They're going to have to get back in transition because Heritage doesn't mind playing this game in the 70s. And Smithfield's had a couple of slow starts here. Specifically, I was at the game. I missed you, by the way. I was going to take a selfie with you and Pat Doolin at the big Smithfield-Lafayette games a couple weeks, Wednesdays ago when it was raining and pouring and the old man, Ed Young, was snoring. But uh, anyhow, uh, they also lost that district tournament game to New Kent. And uh, I think some slow starts have done them in. But they, you know, the thing about Smithfield that's going to help them is, in preparation against Heritage, is they don't have, as you know, one key guy you have to stop to score. They're pretty balanced throughout. So playing at home, pretty balanced throughout. It's a rematch of a few years ago when they lost that tough game to uh, Jermaine Merrow of Heritage in that tournament game, which I remember you being at. Uh, I would give maybe a, a slight nod right now the way they're playing to Heritage, but it's a toss-up game. It's a toss-up game. Uh, another thing I got, man, I'm a, I'm a, from, I see Verona play. King Faulkner, it's going to be a, a battle between them and Verona. It could be. I think Ed is a little premature in saying it's a definite that Kings Fork wins the state championship. Book it, guarantee it, because Verona is a the defending state champ. B they're seventeen and four, and though they're the number two seed in that region, they have some holdovers from that championship team with KJ White at the point guard, and point guards are always big. But also, here's the other X factor underlying thing: is C. I believe with the way the bracket is constructed, I could be wrong that the Region 4B champ would host the Region 4A champ should they collide in the state semis, which was the case last year. And I don't understand that for the life of me. It should be flipped next year. So the game would probably be in the 804th Richmond. And the way Kings Fork plays, as Ed can attest to, they're a little bit like, in Rick Heitzman's comparison, the Houston Cougars in college hoops because they're so physical defensively and so aggressive. If they get an officiating crew that calls the game tight and players are in foul trouble and Verona has a parade to the free throw line, that's advantage Verona, disadvantage Kings Fork. I think Kings Fork is better this year, more experienced, so I give them the nod. But that is not an easy game, particularly if the game is at Verona. I like to see King Fox pull up because Rich Height got them boys ready. He's, all them guys can fall, man. Boston, he can shoot the ball up too for King Fox. At Darius Boston, you, you nailed it. He is probably one of the more underrated shooters in the entire area and state. Just a sophomore. He's got a calm demeanor. His demeanor, maybe not so much his game, is a lot like Jalen Ray, who played a few years back at Hampton, now at Hofstra. I've loved his games. He's a stone-cold killer. He's got that quiet assassin about him. And they put him in the starting lineup, and their offense has been clicking. You know, they've beat Southeastern District opponents this year by more than 31 points per game, which is just insane. Closest district game was an 18.1 for Western Branch. So they've been mowing down opponents, and no disrespect to the rest of that field, which includes your Packers and Grafton and Hampton and Shirts and others, but I think they're going to be just head and shoulders above the rest for this tournament. Y'all have a nice day. Good luck. You too. Tuesday, Ed Young. Good luck. Thank you, Keith. We're going to need that one because I've seen enough film on Maury to last me forever. They're very good. Yeah, so y'all have a nice weekend. Enough film to last you forever. How much film is that? That's a lot of film, isn't nine it? Nine games. Nine? You got nine games? Wow. You know, one day Keith is going to say hi to me, too. Yeah, he didn't say hi to you at he all. He never did. He, I don't, you know. Wow. I just feel, just I just don't feel the love. You. Yeah. He, he must have something against Terps fans and Ravens fans. I think or Orioles is, fans. Yeah. One of the three. Uh, but anyhow, Ed, earlier this week, Big TCIS showdown between Peninsula Catholic, Trevor Dorsey's Knights, who are going to be a factor in the playoffs, and the aforementioned Crusaders of Catholic, who have won 26 in a row, and it was a packed house over there on Wednesday night with Bobby Steinberg's crew. Yeah, and I think, uh, as we said, Bobby's done a great job with this thing, and now you got a chance to speak with him right after the game. Let's see what Bobby's insight was on that game here on ESPN Radio 94.1. 
or prior to sports. Right here with Catholic head basketball coach Bobby Steinberg. His Crusaders went on the floor tonight, 57-53 over Peninsula Catholic. Relieved you, our coach. It was a 15-point lead. You played great for about two, three quarters of basketball. They made a run, as teams do, and uh, you pulled it out with defense on a stretch with Josiah Rickards diving on the floor for a key steal. I mean, we said before the games, we've got to be on all the 50-50 balls, first to the floor, and, uh, you know, that's a tough team. I mean, Peninsula, well-coached. Uh, those kids can play. They're hungry. We knew this thing was going to be a battle tonight. We jumped out early, but we told them in the locker room, they're not going away. And you know what? At the end of the day, a couple key plays here and there right down the stretch, and, and we pulled it out. But uh, they're not going to be an easy out, I can tell you that. Sure. Yeah, no doubt about it. You told me before the game that they shoot 10 percentage points better in wins from three than they do in losses. First half, they were hitting six threes. How did you cool them off? Because for a stretch there, they didn't hit a bunch of threes. Well, you know, I, I haven't seen the stats sheet yet, but their big kid hit threes. Great man, yeah. Because Kosey's interior defense was phenomenal, but they were spreading us out, and that kid stepped out his heart on a 6'10 freshman to get out there, and he hit some key shots. Certainly, Josiah Rickards, CJ McPherson played terrific through stretches tonight. Those two guys combined for 35 points and big boards for McPherson. But Kosey, you mentioned him as a freshman inside. He was changing the game with his shot blocking, his activity, and he was also aggressive, I thought, offensively at times. Very much so. You know, first, he, uh, he loved the first uh, layup, and, and then he realized, uh, well, first two right in a row, but he realized, I got to go up a little stronger. And he knows that. He, he's the most coachable kid. He's uh, he's so receptive to new learning, and he's been a huge, huge component for this team this year because it changes shots. Well, and then the defensive strategy, I know defending that three ball is big for them, but you really kept their two-point game in check. They couldn't score around the rim at all. No, they couldn't get in the gaps. Uh, we did a really good job there. We've not been great in help defense at certain times this year, and that's supposed to be our bread and butter. But we had to keep guys in front of us tonight. The kids wanted it. it. We knew it was going to be a battle, and we're just grateful to, to come out on, on top. Sure, come on for let you run. Coaches have different philosophies. You've coached college ball, now high school ball, the bench, the rotation as you get to playoff time. You had some valuable minutes from your subs tonight. How important is it to get those subs? And do you cut back the rotation all as you go into tournament play, TCS and then states? You know what? We, we said uh, prior to the game, I grabbed a couple of our subs, uh, and I said, you guys are going to be integral tonight, and you know, you've got to go in and get some key rebounds, because we, we preach that it's you know all for one and one for all, as the old saying goes, but you know, you get down to this time of the season, it's about playing for your teammates, period, the end. You're playing for your school, you're playing for your teammates, and sometimes you're not going to get 15 shots. You're not going to, I told him, hey, you want to be selfish, be selfish rebounders. <laughs> Everything else, keep moving the ball. And, uh, you know, they, uh, they they did a good job of it, just enough to win. Well, that's an important thing in this, age and con this day and age and concept of team ball as opposed to, you know, everybody wanting to get their own, get their signed scholarships, so forth. That'll come as you get wins, right? Oh, absolutely. And, and it's something that I've preached for a long time. Like, college one guys from winning programs. <laughs> And they want guys that are willing to get on the floor for loose balls and make those energy plays. We call them winning plays. And, uh, you know, we've had some guys really step up, up especially off the bench, and, and be able to provide that energy and that grit uh, that, that's been key in our success thus far. Last I know it's not done. You, want, you have bigger goals in Fernie as far as the tournament goes and the state playoffs. But to win 25 straight, do it here tonight at home and win the TCS regular season title, you got to take some satisfaction out of that, right? I hope they take some satisfaction out of it. Um, you know, I think it's great. It's great for the school. Um, I think it's great for the area, and it's great for our guys. Um, I always worry about the next one. So we got we got to get ready for the next one. We got Atlantic Shores on Friday night, senior night. We got some real special seniors. So that, that's my uh, that's my outlook on it. There you go. Well, on to the next one. Thank you so much. All the best. So that was Catholic head basketball coach Bobby Steinberg, his team winning that TCIS showdown that they had over Peninsula Catholic on Wednesday in a close ball game, and they did get that win that they needed on uh, Friday night over Atlantic Shores in their matchup with the uh, Seahawks of Atlantic Shores in the regular season finale, which was senior night for Catholic before the VISAA state tournament, and before that even the TCIS tournament coming up 
as Catholic was successful in beating Atlantic Shores 76-47. to It is 7-5-7 Saturday Sports Talk here on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Before the break here, Ed, uh, you heard Coach Steinberg mention about be selfish rebounders. It's so much now in this day and age. They have a lot of talent over there that's been you know, assembled in a lot of ways. Some players come in, some players that were there, but nonetheless – Biggest thing is getting them all to buy in. 26 straight wins. There's some coaches that leap to mind for coach of the year. I know the Beach District's done its voting. Dwight Robinson, rightfully so, deservedly so, got Beach Coach of the Year, 17-5 and five with two freshmen starting this year at Lansdowne. He's always done a great job closing in on 400 career wins he has over there at Lansdowne. He could be the one of the few guys left that could get to that 500 milestone you got to. Uh, Plummer, we mentioned at Maury, Brandon Plummer, and Eastern's done a great job. Lamont Struthers at Menchville, they're 22-0. Come on now, that's just incredible to be unbeaten. Rick Hyde at Kings Fort leaps to mind. Some others as well. Willie Gauz at Kickatan to be 19-3 and without his leading scorer who's injured in Justin Bass down a stretch of the season. And Bobby Steinberg to win 26 straight in the TCIS where you have to play Kate Penry and Norfolk Collegiate and Stewart and others. It's no joke, but he's gotten them all to buy in in a short amount of time. Yeah, and, and the key key is to a 26-game winning streak, everybody doing what they're supposed to do, especially the role players, guys coming off the bench. As he mentioned about being, you know, we want to be selfish. How about getting get rebounds? We, you know, we try to tell our squad every day that if you want to start on something, it's not always just firing the ball up. We only have one ball in the court, but all types of opportunities to play anything else that involves the game of basketball in terms of winning. So you've got to get there. But kids are just so mindset about points, points, points. He's, that's all you ever hear about is, who was the leading scorer? You don't hear, like, who was our leading assist, leading rebounder? Um, we don't even put the, like, when we, we win games or lose games, we don't even put announcements on the uh, PA system and talk about points because that's all what people want to know. It's you've got to find your niche to help that team win. And when you do that, and Bobby made another great point, that college coaches at any level, when they're looking at high school kids, that they want they like to recruit from winning teams because they know the kids have been involved in winning teams more than likely they have done what it takes to to play their role to win. And that's why they'll look at it. And I, I try to tell kids that all the day. You know, you get a kid who's scoring 26 points a game on a team that's won three games, and you wonder why he's not getting a lot of looks. It's like, okay, well, he's is he a ball hog? Is he, is he making his teammates better? Okay, he's scoring points. And maybe they don't need somebody to score a lot of points on a college team. They already got guys that can score it. They need those other type of uh, things to get done, the small things to get done in the game. So, some really good points by Bob. When we have a full two-hour show, AJ, I'm going to make sure we get the comments that Steve Kerr made about AAU basketball and get Ed's feedback on it because he will just absolutely go on it. Uh, you would like what Steve Kerr said, by the way, because Ed will. that's blowing up on social media as I see it's trending right now. But we are going to take a timeout and come back with a little bit of college hoops, a couple of rivalry games in-state today, one on the men's side, one on the women's side, and then we'll get back to the high school hoops with Eric Johnson at the top of the hour before we talk with Russell Savage here on this edition of 757 Saturday Sports Talk on Priority Auto Sports Radio 95. This is 757 Saturday Sports Talk. Here are Matt Hatfield and Coach Ed Young on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Only one, check that, only two matchups today between ranked teams and men's college hoops as number nine Baylor tries to get the regular season sweep of Kansas, who they beat a few weeks back in Waco. Jayhawks a five-point home favorite for a game that airs at 4 o'clock on ESPN on the television side, you also have number 19, Iowa State, at 17-8 and eight at number 12, Kansas State. The Wildcats with Keontae Johnson, who once upon a time played at Norview High School in Norfolk. They are favored by three. A couple of college basketball games to watch out for. There's also a couple of college basketball games involving in-state teams. We'll tell you about here in a second here on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. It is 757 Saturday Sports Talk, brought to you each and every week by Larry King Law. If you're injured in an accident, you call 757 757- I-N-J-U-R-E-D for Larry King with the coach Ed Young. I am Matt Hatfield, A.J. Risser, along for the ride as well until 1130 this morning. Then we send you off to College Hoops Big Ten style with Indiana taking on Illinois there in Bloomington. But uh, by the way, speaking of that Baylor Kansas game, it will be also available for you to listen to on the radio side. Join at around 430 in progress following the ODU women's basketball matchup. The Royal Rivalry Challenge presented by Town Bank today. JMU at ODU comes your way with the Toyota pregame show at 1.30, 2 o'clock. Tip with Charlie Woodson and yours truly on the call on Fox Sports, 1310 AM, 100.9 FM, and 94.1 HD2 for all of you out there in Radio Land. By the way, the ODU men at Appalachian State, 3.30 tip-off, or I should say pregame show before a 4 o'clock tip-off with Ted Alexander, the voice of the Monarchs, and Dave Tordzik, the ODU Sports Hall of Famer, as the Monarchs try to... Uh, get back on their winning ways. They've had some very devastating injuries, Ed, including one to Ben Stanley recently, which was just unfortunate to see. We were actually listening last Saturday, coming back from the 
uh, OD women's game that they had where they had that thrilling win on an Emo Essien game winner at the end. But on the uh, men's and women's side here, as far as in-state battles today, on the men's side, you have a big one in the Big South. And I'm curious to get your take how many teams from the Commonwealth will go dancing this year. Virginia seems like a lock out of the ACC. They're a top 25-ranked program. Tony Bennett's team should make the tournament, barring a collapse of epic, I mean, epic proportions. They're going to make it. Virginia Tech does not look like a tournament team to me. I don't think I put Liberty quite up there this particular year. Um, they could be, but they got to win that league. Get to that in a second. Hampton's not going. Norfolk State can win the MEAC, so that would give you two to go with Virginia. VCU looks like a lock out of the A-10. That would be three. Radford right now is 17-11, and 11-4 in the Big South. That's second place. Longwood is 18-10, and 10-5 and in the Big South. That's third place. The winner of that game today... I feel like has a decent shot to make the tournament. They got to win that tournament, obviously, to get there because you're not getting an, an auto bid out of the Big South as a second team. Longwood's favored by three at home, but I think you're probably looking at for sure Virginia, for sure VCU. I'm almost ready to put them on the for sure line because their resume says they're looking at a top V8, 10, 19 and seven overall, 10 and three. I don't see Mike Rhodes' team cratering here. Not a year for George Mason. Uh, I just don't see where we have many teams from the Commonwealth going. It's probably not going to happen for Old Dominion unless they have a miraculous run in the Sunbelt Tournament coming up. But uh, the winner of today's Radford-Longwood game could be a sneaky team to join UVA and VCU and possibly Norfolk State should they win the MEAC like many expect them to. So I say three is what I'm going to go with with an outside chance at four. How about you? I'm going to have to concur because every conference you mentioned except ACC and Atlantic 10 is only going to send one. And that's going to be the conference champion, period. I don't. There's no way else it's going to happen. Uh, and VCU would do well not to lose 10 games. Uh, would you say they're at seven right now? In the league? Yeah, altogether. All oh, no, they have, I mean, losses total? Yes, total. Uh, they are sitting at, as I go with it quickly on my phone, snapping around here, they are 19-7 and seven overall, 10-3 and three in the league. They've won... Uh, twelve and three at home, six and three on the road. So they still got some games to go. But you get to 22, 24 wins unless they lost early in the A10 tournament. I think they're going to take two teams from the A10, and I think the regular season I, champ is good to yeah, go. I agree. A10 will send at least two. At well, not about two. at least two. I think they will get two. It's yeah. these bids now. Remember, if bids get stolen with conference tournament winners, that shrinks a t- league that you think might get three to down to two, or one that has two down to one. Right. And if you listen to Bill Walton, who's mad at uh, Joe Lenardi right now, he called. What did he call uh, Joe Lenardi? By the way, did you see that? He ripped him on the Pac-12 network. He called him a troll. How about that? He called Lenardi nah, the bracket. On, Bill, that's not necessary. <laughs> called him a troll. Grown man talking like You've been mad at people that haven't called them trolls. That was that no. was I was whoa. I was taken back by that one. No, that that's not that's unnecessary. Uh, Joe Lenardi. You know what Lenardi does should do to job. get back at him though is he should the next time he does a, a TV spot he should have one of those trolls sitting on the desk. That'd be great. That would and be don't, so and don't great. even say anything. Just yeah, have it just have where it sitting everybody there. Can see It'd be it. great. Walt would find that funny. I'm sure. With Walton's jersey. Oh, oh, that that'd be going deep. I think we have another caller on the line at 757-687-9494. Is it our man Carlton from Portsmouth? Are you out there, Carlton? Uh, good morning, uh, Coach and Matt. Uh, you guys were a great job as usual. Thank you. I'm uh, looking forward to the uh, couple of things. Looking forward to the high school playoffs this year. It um, be nice if we could get a uh, public school champion. And I think Catholic has a good run for mm-hmm. the private school. And also looking at uh, Christopher Newport. Girls, I think they're ranked number one in Division3.com. So um, yes. it'd be nice if we could get a couple of champions from this area. You guys keep up the good work, and I'll take it off the air. Thank you, Carlton. Thanks, I'm Carl. glad he made that call about seeing you women because they have just been phenomenal this year. I wasn't even planning to talk a lot about them, but, Ed, they're 24-0 and 0 right now. They're the best-kept secret in, in America, right? In America, Coach, in America. They are phenomenal. And the ODU women, we've, we've got a chance to call a couple games together. Uh, they won both of those. They've won six in a row. And it's the first place showdown with James Madison today. Now, they lost up in Harrisonburg on New Year's Eve without Amara Young, who had the terrible, tragic passing of her father. And uh, we, we still continue to send our prayers and best wishes to Amari and her family as he you know, gets through this. And uh, Harry Minium did a very touching piece on Amari on odusports.com. You should check it out if you have not done so already. And she had another double-double, her 25th career the other day, as she got 14 rebounds in that win, come-from-behind style against Appalachian State on Thursday. Brianna Jackson uh, bolstering as well with 19 points and nine boards. But JMU, Ed, outrebounds opponents by more than eight boards a game. They're a top 25 rebounding outfit in the country. This game today is going to be a battle in the paint, rebounding, and I think the key is going to be if Old Dominion's defense can turn JMU over. Yes. 
we, I'm going to get back to the point about the women's basketball. Twenty-four and zero. I'm sitting here thinking, how did we not mention them before? Yeah. No, well, we talk- where are they getting mentioned? I mean, this is all of us. Yeah. I'm not blaming any specific outlet. Right. You can throw us radio, team, everybody. They they are the most forgotten about great story in the country right now, and they've been. They're not just winning, slipping by. They're beating people by. Look at these scores: 107 to thirty four. They are hammering people. And and of course, we people. talk a lot about the men's team over there. And they're, they're John Corrin's done a too. great job, yeah. But right, they are twenty four and zero CNU women, and they might go wire to wire. They have a great chance to win the whole thing. But, go but wire today's to wire. big game. But you'll be making the call sure. on with Old Dominion women and James Madison. That's big. Old Dominion women are really finding finding the ways to get the win, finding the ways to keep the lead here lately in that six game winning streak. They got they're back at full strength, which is a big help. Of course, JMU will be no pushover, but it is at home. And, and, and we got to get the Old Dominion crowd a little bit more lively, a little bit more on their feet making noise. Uh, it's too much like we're watching a uh, an opera uh, at the games. And, I, and, and my Old Dominion people out there, please don't take it out the wrong way, but get loud, get supportive, get excited. So you want uh, rowdy people there. I'm you want them shouting. Now, there was a few people that were getting on referees the other night, as we saw, getting out of their seats. Oh, yeah, that one guy came right up to the stands a little bit near me. I thought he was going to yell at us. And I said, well, it was Hatfield's fault. I mean, you can yell at him. He can't hear nothing with a headphone. Now, there are that. some passionate, but you just want them in bigger numbers. Yeah, yeah. You let, want them let, bigger let's numbers. get crazy out there because it does. Well, don't it get does too help. crazy. It does. Hey, don't get thrown out. <laughs> don't get thrown out now. It does get. It does. They help. are serving uh, adult beverages now at, at these ball games. Ed. Well, you do you know have that. to be careful about that. I didn't know they were silver now, but you have to be careful about that. But uh-huh. um, I think the Old Dominion ladies, uh, Lottie Monarchs, are on their way. Uh, can't. It's too early right, to say who's a definite. You know, NCAA team, so many things can happen, as you well said, that you know, teams winning the tournament knocks people off. But, um, you know, they're right there. Uh, women's basketball in the state has always been good. Yeah, but Over it's state. amazing that, that they aren't both CNU women and OD women getting a little bit more ink and press because they're both playing tremendous right now. And I think Delisha Milton-Jones should certainly be at the top of the list for coach of the year. It's a, it's a pretty much a brand-new team. They've gone through some adversity. They started out 0-2 in the league, and they could win the league. It's very, very amazing, I think, to do yeah, that. Yeah. She's going to get votes. It's just a matter of getting enough to win it. There's no way she shouldn't get votes. And and I, I concur, too. I haven't kept up with it as well as you've done, but my time over there and looking over my notes and trying to get educated real quick, I don't see, you know, Troy, the Troy coach, JMU coach could be up there, too. You know, I always look at coach of the year in terms of who has done the most with the least. As you come into the year, where were you kind of ranked? If you're ranked low and you finish high, you got to look at them. Now, what unfortunately with my way of doing that is, you get somebody who's very good and they're ranked high and they go play well. Take Lamont Struthers at Menchville, for okay, example, going back to high school. Okay, Lamont yeah. goes 22-0 and a lot of people picked him to be up there. So people say, well, so based on your criteria, he has no chance to win coach of the year. Well, I, I, I stop and say, well, wait a minute. Undefeated, you've got to give, definitely got to, what more can you do? I mean, you've got to give that strong consideration. And the fact, and this happened with Pat Riley a lot. I don't think Pat Riley has a ton of coach of the years. Because he was always picked up there high, they always would win. And and then the other thing, people say, "Wow, he's got a lot of talent. He should win." So it's like we demean the coaches that do well, who have decent talent. But you got to put all that talent together. You got to make sure that they're working. And sometimes we give those guys no type of love at all, and we got, try to look for somebody else. Coming back, we'll we'll have Eric Johnson of Grassfield after their thrilling win over Western Branch last night. Then Russell Savage will join us as well. It's coming your way on what station is it? Ed? I got this one. You keep quiet. Priority Auto Sports Radio ninety four point one. I got it. Felt time. Congratulations.